0: all righty here here we go uh it's thursday and uh it's the last thursday of february so i'm here updating you a little bit on what i've got going on This is the sixth installment of Updates from the Good View Quarter, so that means you can find the show notes for today at homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash gvq06. Now, if you listened in on Tuesday, you will know that I said I want to try to bring back something something old, something I used to do. If you go back into the, the beginning of this show, probably the first, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 episodes, at the end of the interviews, I would recap some... Uh, some environmental things from a, a free market perspective. Um I do the same for some uh some educational things going around. And if you are curious about uh free market environmental things, you should uh check out the show Free Markets Green Earth uh, that I do with Nick Picone. We uh kinda team up and, and go over some of those things together. So that's not what I'm going to be to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about school-related things, about uh homeschool related things, children, all that good stuff. So I am going to start there today. So the first thing I want to talk about is a bill introduced in Mississippi. Uh, it's House Bill 188, sponsored by Representative John Hines. And what it does, basically, it would mandate curriculum that homeschoolers in the state would have to learn, right? So homeschooler parents would have to teach some things that would be mandated by the, the state. Now, to some degree, that kind of exists Already, right? You have to go to, have to have, have school a, a certain number of days. You have to meet for a certain number of hours. You have to cover certain standards. And when you think about it, that, that already in itself kind of negates homeschooling, right? People pull their kids out of school because they don't want to send them to government school for a multitude of reasons, but one of them being, you just don't like what's being taught, right? Um, the idea that someone somewhere in an ivory tower can, Dictate and tell you what a child has to learn when they have no no real connection to the the culture the towns the the makeup of any given area maybe they're they're familiar with the area they're from, but um it's a mighty big country, and when you have people trying to to uh, mandate things from the federal level, it's absolutely insane um and even to some degree the the state level uh, most states are are fairly big and it's going to be pretty diverse and what works in one area might not work in another. So this bill, um, has to do with Mississippi history, uh, and us government courses. So, you know, schools have to teach them. And this guy wants the homeschool families and private schools must teach the same courses. I can almost understand where he's coming from. If, uh, if you don't think about it, but when you actually think about what's going on, it, uh, it boggles your mind, right? Of all the things that you have to teach, right? Of all the things we that, that the state is going to tell you, you must teach your child, it's going to be state history and U.S. government. I'm very, very curious, especially when you actually look into a lot of what is taught in U.S. government classes and, and history classes, and you start to really understand the, the whitewashing of what goes on, um, the almost... Propagandizing of of what actually happened or happens in in government, and so that to to say that that must be uh, mandated is a little a little extreme for me. It says the uh, it gives the state authority to dictate what parents teach their children and how they teach it. So, and I, and I know you know some some people out there would be like, well, if you if you, you can't teach your kids uh, the right thing, then what's going to happen when they? Get out of their their homeschool and they go into the quote real world and none of what you taught them is is real or uh, is fits into the the paradigm of the world we know it. Yeah, you know, and there's there's lots of different things that can happen, lots of things, and we've taught I talk about them all the time on the show with uh, different homeschool kids that have graduated or parents that uh, have seen their kids graduate off and and how that affects them. Um, and I haven't heard a whole lot of negative stories. If you're the type to, you know, lock your kids in the basement and brainwash them about uh, whatever it is you're going to be brainwashing them, uh, I, I doubt that you are going to adhere or uh, facilitate this sort of education that Mississippi is trying to dictate. Uh, you're, you're going to disregard those rules. Uh, it's kind of like, like gun laws, right? They just, uh, it doesn't, doesn't actually protect the people that... Um, need protecting. So that's that's that. Um it's out there. The fact that this is out there, the fact that someone is uh suggesting that the state should be able to uh mandate what you teach your children, uh, even in a, a homeschool setting, is uh it's kind of absurd. It's kind of absurd. It's out there and that's what's going on. The next thing it's not really a bill, it's not really homeschooling. Um, I came across my, my Facebook feed, and uh, it's here in Georgia. It's called the Georgia Child Fatality Review, and it is a, a group sanctioned by by the government of, of Georgia. And they had a, a nice little picture here, and it. Uh, some of the panel's priorities include youth suicide prevention, youth gang violence and prevention, and safe sleep strategies. The panel will also be working to move recommendations to reduce child fatalities into action through policy i to thank our partners who continue to work together to prevent child deaths in our state. It sounds wonderful, doesn't it? I mean, who doesn't love kids? Who doesn't want to stop kids from getting hurt, right? I think we, the vast, vast majority of us do. Only the real sociopaths um, don't. So why then do we need a government apparatus to make these studies to tell us these things and to implement these things? I think when it boils down to it, you don't. Right? you look at some of these things, youth suicide prevention, youth gang violence. A lot of that comes from home, right? Um, a lot of that comes from schools and, and uh, disconnected relationships between adults and children, between children and children. And when you lock them away for eight hours a day with everything the same, um, it, it makes problems. It, it definitely does. And you know you look at like uh, youth gang violence gangs, right? Most of the, most of the money that funds gangs comes from the sale of illicit substances, right? So if you decriminalize these substances, if you, you were to end the war on drugs, you essentially take the, the price out of the black market, right? The black market exists and the prices go up because there's a heavy risk involved. You know, when you take some of the risk out of selling drugs, um, the price will go down and when the price goes down the incentive to get involved in in selling drugs also will go down and uh you know a lot of times that's what uh, the youth are are going for when they get into gangs it's it's that source of income that um they might not have at home it's uh, a lack of family a lack of connectedness and so they they turn to gangs for that those those relationships and that support and so you know here we are. We have a, a government arm. How are we going to reduce gang violence? Well, I, I just gave you the answer. Uh, it's not hard. It's not hard at all. But uh, it's something that they don't want to do because when you make drugs legal or decriminalized, um, the government can't can't get involved with that anymore. And then you know the last one, safe sleep strategies. I think they're talking about SIDS there. Um, and you know again, SIDS is a, a horrible thing. But last I checked, no one was really sure exactly what. Caused it. And I know not too long ago, the, the research changed and said, you know, sleep on their belly, no sleep on their back, no wrap them, no don't wrap them. And it's, it's always a mix. And, um, it's kind of like the food pyramid, you know, where we have these recommendations from high above and all of a sudden they change. Oh, no, 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 no. This, what we were telling you is wrong. And we have to do it this way now. So just, it's, it's kind of ridiculous, uh, that this is here just for one, because of the, the, cost to taxpayers that it's has to, you know, create this thing, this this child fatality review. And then you look at the picture, there's a, a mess of people there. And then you have to consider that no doubt some of this will come with policy, right? They already tell us, uh, reduce child fatalities into action through policy, which is just, anytime you see that, you should be concerned. Uh, whether that you know, because that that inevitably will come into how you parent your child, how you take care of your ilk, right? That is where that comes in. Policy is enforced and the enforcement is on the individual. And so who knows what those policies will be. And we've already seen some of them, you know, with the uh, car seats, the age of, of car seats keeps going up, 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 you know, to the point where it's, uh, it's absurd. Right. There, there are adults that don't fit the criteria to be out of a car seat. So that's kind of that on those two topics. Um, let me know what you think. I don't know if you, if you like hearing me ramble on a little bit about, uh, you know, what's going on in, in government and how that's going to affect us or things we should, uh, all kind of be worried about and, and looking at. Let me know. Let me know. I'll throw links to that bill and, uh, this, this Facebook thing, this, this child fatality review. In the show notes, uh, I wrote a, a little article a while back on um, you know, ending the drug war, defunding gangs, basically, through uh, ending the drug war, and uh, I, will, I will link to that as well, so if you want to see some of the, the stats and, and stuff, um, that will, will be there. Of course, you can go to those show notes at homeschools.com slash gvq06. And now, on to the homesteady stuff. Uh, what what have we been doing? <sighs> February, February, February. uh February is spring in the south. Yeah, it can be warm, it can be cold. We've had a fairly mild winter so far, but uh, honestly, I think we had one of our coldest nights of the winter so far in February, uh, maybe, maybe two of them in a row. I think it was like 25 one night and 28 the other night. Now it might not sound cold, but uh, for us down here, you know, that's, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Anyway, um, so yeah, all, all the plants managed to survive except for uh, some of the the peas, have to replant some of those. But uh everything else came through pretty good. The uh getting our, our nightshade crops in, right? All those tomatoes and peppers, um and some eggplants we'll uh not, not sure if we're gonna pop them in yet, but uh we got the tomatoes peppers going and uh have to make the final decision here soon about eggplants. But um so those are our potted sucks because one one of the things we have one of the problems I, I have right now with our, our setup is we don't really have a a greenhouse. We don't have any place to really start seeds. Our house is situated very much north-south, and the way the the windows are and everything else, um, when they built it, they were thinking more about how it lines up with the road than uh, anything else. And so, you know, the lighting, we get a little bit of light in the winter, and we get a lot of light in the summer, which really sucks because it means summer in the house, it's really hot, and winter in the, in the House it's pretty cold, so we have to figure out some way to to do seedlings. Now there's a couple different setups uh, we've been looking at. You know some some lights on on tables, stacked uh, uh, shelves, and we might be able to do that next year. But this year, uh, not going to happen. We because uh, again, there's just there's no room to put it uh, away from prying hands. And uh, I know from experience. That we can't just leave them out ground level, unprotected. They have to be shut away behind a door, uh, locked up if we want to keep them safe. But I guess that comes with it, right? That's that's how uh, that's how life goes. It's how life goes. And uh, goats are doing well. Getting big, big, bigger. And uh, we disbudded. Um, we disbudded them in the beginning when we got them. And I, I had mentioned that. And uh, at the beginning of February, I think, we picked up a, a fifth goat. We picked up... Uh, Sonnen buck, so we have two Sonnens, a doe and a buck, and uh, three Nubians, uh, uh, two does and a buck. Anyway, the Sonnen had been disbudded, but we decided to try and disbud it again because it didn't quite look like it was going to really be disbudded. Um It looked like he was still going to have some some horns there. You know, they're just uh, just scurs, but we we tried, and uh, I don't think we we did it well enough. Um, so it's looking like he's going to have some horns. And they might be a a shade goofy, so we will we will see how he does as as he gets older. But again, thankfully it's it's a buck, so um, you know you're not working them every day that you are with with a doe when you're milking them. Right? You you know you still go say hi to your goats, but uh, you know it's not not an everyday thing. So a lot less of a concern than a a doe that you're going to be milking with with horns. And, uh, I think that's, I think that's about it. We got to get our, our turkey order in soon. And we're looking at putting another order of, uh, of meat birds in soon. So, uh, should be, should be good. Spring is, spring is always fun. Lots of, lots of stuff to do, but it's always fun stuff to do. So yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for, for listening, for hearing me out, for listening to me ramble. Let me know what you think. If you like hearing about, uh, more bills and more stuff. I can I can dig some of those up and and hold on to them throughout the month and then ramble on at the the end. Or I can just quit with that altogether or I can quit with these Thursday shows all together. Um, and I will I will say that uh, probably not going to hit four digit download this month. Um, just kind of petered off towards the end. Last last couple shows didn't didn't have it in them. And uh, you know it is what it is. Got to got to get out there and, and advertise more and uh, chastise. You listeners for not sharing enough. No, but really, guys, I, I appreciate you all out there. I want to wish you the best. If you're getting out there, getting ready to put stuff in the ground, getting ready to put stuff in seeds, have fun with it. Love your kids. Love your gardens. Love it all. And uh, yeah, so get out there, sow those seeds of liberty. We can all reap sheaves of freedom together.